Hey, got a question for you. What do your friends know you as, or actually know you for? What do your friends know you for? It's Rob and Liz in the morning. We'll start with Liz, and I'll tell you what I think it is. Okay, what do you think you it ready? is? Yeah. It's Christmas time. Uh-huh. She's always talking about this at Christmas time, uh-huh. so I know this. Okay. She's always searching for a life-size nutcracker. So she's known, am I right? You're known for nutcracker? Oh, absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. So I um, just in the past couple of weeks have gotten multiple texts and a phone call when I was at dinner the other night. So the phone call came in from one of the members of our praise and worship team at church, and he said, I know you've been looking for that that nutcracker he said i'm at sam's right now and they got it get out really and so told me you know how to find it and where you know and okay so wait a minute then you oh there's more to the story rob your wife rob's wife amy yes so i i don't even know where i was she sends me a picture because she's in sam's (laughs) and she says sam's has your nutcracker (laughs) okay then another guy another friend of mine two weeks ago just over the weekend says no that's all it was. Just no. But it was a picture of a life-size nutcracker. I had not seen this one at Costco. Why? Why do you want this thing? So, I okay, I will say I got one last year. And, and? I got one on a scratch and dent sale. Oh, <laughs> he, he has okay. a little mess up in the back. And so I was you're like, replacing him. No, I'm not. I want to add to You're adding, oh my word. Because I got him really? on a really good sale last year. So if you see a scratch and dent, let me know. Okay, I yeah. want one of these. Scott, Scott's our news guy. What are you known for, Scott? What do your friends know you for? Is it sports? They know me for Georgia Bulldogs. The Bulldogs, yeah. huh? Yeah. Ugga. Yeah. Ugga. Ugga, the Bulldogs. I'm a big Georgia football fan. You know what? I have no idea what Ugga is. Ugga is the name of the bulldog, right? Am I right? Yes. From the yeah. Georgia Bulldogs, they have an actual mascot that comes to the games. His name and... is Ugga? What well, make University of UGA. Georgia? Yeah. Oh, so, oh I get it now. <laughs> Ugga. All right. Between the hedges. Well, yeah. Um... Bulldog. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, Scott, I feel like you're more than just even University of Georgia, like just a sports fanatic, too. Yeah, he's an almanac. Yeah, I, I love sports. I'm a Braves fan, but Georgia probably gets the top notch of that. I've got Georgia shirts. You know, don't invite me anywhere in the fall on a Saturday because right? it might coincide with the Georgia game. Uh-huh. So big Georgia fan. And yeah. the RSVP will be new, not happening. <laughs> so if Plus somebody were to on. ask you that question, what do your friends know you for? What would it be? 800-447-7234. Don't text. Call us. Our Just texting's call. not working, sadly. You know, here they are at the Sky Day Diving Festival, and these eight guys and their friends, and they're in their 80s. It's Robin Liz, his radio, and they're thinking back in the day, you know, we used to jump out of planes. We did pretty good formation. I know what they're thinking. They're going to jump out of the plane. Yeah, but they're also thinking, ah! No, no, no. Okay. I mean, they're reliving it. And so... These guys, in their 80s, all eight of them did it at the skydiving festival. (gasps) Eight guys in their 80s jump out of that plane, and they do the formation like they're in their 20s. That is so cool. It's the coolest thing. I wonder which of the eight, because you know there's always an instigator. Yeah. Which of the eight said, do y'all want to do this? And which of the eight said, not really, and they did it anyway. And they said, no, you got to do it. peer pressure thing. Wow. Well, it's cool that they, they got to do this together and everything went perfectly. It looks great. Yeah. They have an amazing video. I mean, just to see it. And to live your life that adventurous 
from day one. Mm-hmm. I mean, because basically you have to. If you're 80 and you're still deciding to jump out of a plane, that is a life well It's lived. so good. It's yeah. They look incredible. When I'm 100, I want to do this. Do you? Oh, yeah. I'm holding out until I'm 100. I'll wait for you on the at the uh, on the ground. <laughs> she, she'll yeah. be in the rocking chair <laughs> will. at the assisted living facility. <laughs> Yep, that Rob. Look at him coming. Here he comes. The plane. Here he comes. Oh, smack. I wonder if you do this, because people do this to Liz when she's on vacay. It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. We were on vacation a couple months ago, and we were out to dinner. It was the entire group that was with us, and we wanted a picture at sunset. So a family was walking by, and they're like, oh, we'll take the picture for you. And when they held the camera up to take our picture, they took a selfie of, of themselves. Of course. First. I do that all the time. Yeah, uh, you have done that. You've... I do it all the time. Somebody asked me to take their picture, I take mine first I think as they're getting set. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it's a nice little surprise. Well, evidently, Michelle, she was not on a family vacation. She was shopping in Walmart and in the baby section. And she probably put her phone down to check the price of the car seat or whatever oh, the she case left was. It there. And she walked off. I mean, the baby's crying. You got the formula. You got the thing. And, you know, so she leaves her phone. She gets it later. Somebody calls her from Walmart and says, oh, your phone is here. So she she goes to Walmart. She picks it up from customer service, gets home, looks at it. And there's a video of the family that found her phone. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah, they wanted to leave her a message to say, we found it. We found your phone. We found your phone. We, we found, found your phone. phone. We found your phone. He found, found your phone. phone. He found your phone. He oh, come phone. on. And we found your phone. We found your phone. In the baby section. We found your phone at Walmart. We found your phone. <laughs> they make a song out of it. I know. Dad's like, you know, doing his little rap thing in the we back. We found your phone. The whole family's in this thing. I think this is. And then is, they turn it in. Right? So much fun. This sounds like the, the most fun family to be part of because any little old thing, they found somebody's phone and they. They made a party out of it. They did. Very cool. And they did the right thing. They turned in Rob, the Rob, your wife. Rob's wife. Amy? Yes. Sometimes we make choices to move for jobs or you know, other things in our lives. Uh, sometimes it's, it's always for the best for your family. Well, Mark Wahlberg, familiar name, I'm sure. Guy's an actor. He was, wasn't he Marky Mark? Back in the day. Back in the day. And what and what was the group? Because his brother's in it now. Funky Bunch. No, 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 no. The other Oh, New Kids on the Block. That's it. New Kids on the Block. That whole thing. (laughs) Anyway, Mark Wahlberg, big actor, worth millions, has a ninety million dollar mansion in California. He's selling it and he's moving. Goodness. And the reason why he's going out to Nevada because he wants a better life for his kids. Not the life that California and, you know, the whole Hollywood vibe. Oh, gives. I, I can see that, like, fast-paced. I would think Nevada's maybe where he's going, a little slower I don't, I don't know, because he's he's moving just outside of Las Vegas. Hmm. It's a little town called Somerville, Summerlin, Summerlin, Las Vegas. I don't know much about Howard that part Hughes of the Howard Hughes bought a lot of property out there oh, back in the day. If yeah. you know who that is, you have to look at your history books, I'm sure. Yeah. But, yeah, there's. I was reading about it. I'm like, okay, what makes this so attractive? He's Catholic, so there's a couple of Catholic schools out there. So he's got younger kids. His oldest is 19. Mm-hmm. So he's got three younger ones underneath that. And so, so he'll probably send them to the Catholic schools. 150 miles of walking trails, which I'm like, oh, wow. I like that. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, he's into fitness. <laughs> Yeah. He would like that a little bit. Oh, yeah. Although he has his own little private gym at his $90 million mansion. Yeah. But it looks like he just wants to slow down life a little bit and enjoy his family and get away from the rat race that Hollywood can have. And he's been thinking a lot more about his faith lately, what it appears to me. 
I don't know that personally, but it seems like just looking from the outside in. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Outside you know? in, that that is what it looks like. He's talking a little bit more about his faith as well. And the platform that he has, um, I think it's great. Yeah, and there was that uh, Father Stu movie that mm-hmm. he was in, although that's nothing for the kids to watch. No. Oh, my no, word. No. I thought it would be. And I'm like, whoop, no, yeah. let's turn this off. Whoa. Yeah, it's <laughs> not bit. one where the kids are in the room yeah. watching that because some of the some of the – Scenes salty language, yeah. yeah. Salty language and a couple of the scenes and yeah. all that other stuff. Yeah. It is a story of redemption yeah. at the, the end of the day. Last half hour. Yeah. Great, point. you know? <laughs> right. Absolutely good. That whole, the whole man, I tell you. And then it makes me start thinking about, okay, how can I really invest in my kids more? I mean, if this guy's thinking it and he's got everything he could ever want, you know, mm-hmm. how can I invest in my kids a little bit more than what I've been doing? Honestly, I think one of the good things, and I have to tell myself this all the time, is these devices. She's it, holding the phone yeah, in her hand. Put it down. Cause, and it's so difficult because, you know, that fear of missing out kind of thing. Somebody's going to text me. Somebody's going to need me. It's okay. Put it down. And it's super hard. <sighs> I put mine in another room. At I home, love that. I, even though I have the watch. And so if it's important, I'll see the text on my watch. But, you know. Woo. Really investing in the kids. Good choices. Your life that Nick Ahmed, who is a shortstop for the Arizona Diamondbacks baseball team, he was going through some struggles. He was engaged to his fiance, but they were having a long distance relationship. She lived in one part of the country. He's didn't work out, huh? It did, actually. Oh, it did. It did. But at this moment, he had just been traded from the Atlanta Braves. It's 2013. Traded from the Braves to the Diamondbacks. He's having to fit into a new team, find his place, where his role is. And he was struggling. So he's he's out on the field, and he kind of turns around and he looks at the people. He looks at, you know, the spectators instead of at the game going on. And they were in between a play. And he just surrendered his life to Christ right there. On the diamond? On the field. Come on. Right? How great is that? He said, I just, I was at a breaking point because I didn't know where my relationship was. I didn't know where my career was because I'd just been traded. And sometimes, you know, that can break your confidence because it feels like, well, this team doesn't want me anymore. You know, so now I'm trying to fit into this new team and learn all new people. And just a lot of things were piling up. But he said, that was a turning point in my life. And I immediately felt this peace overtake my life. And he said, I still have that today. It's nine years later, and it's just as strong now as it was then. Same team? Same team. Arizona Diamondbacks. Still on the Diamondbacks. And I love the fact that he said, I met Christ on the field. On the field. On the field, which means you don't have to walk through church doors. Right. He can meet you anywhere where you are at any moment. Like right now. Yeah. At this moment. I don't know if you're in your car. I don't know if you're sitting at home. I don't know if you're on a park bench. It's too cold. Get a jacket on if you're on a park bench somewhere. But listen to this. God meets you wherever you are. It can make an impact and a difference in your life. And he loves you where you are in spite of anything that you think is in your past that he can't get past. He absolutely can. It's called having a relationship with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Listen, if you want to know about it, I mean, we, we could spend hours telling you about this, but I think it might be better if you talk to somebody, listen, I'm going to give you a number. We're not going to fish for any information from you. So don't worry about it. We're not going to spam you or anything. Just give us your first name. And there is a volunteer prayer partner that can talk to you about a relationship with Jesus. If you call this number, just do it now. I mean, you got nothing else to lose, right? 
So here's the number. It's 866-987-7729. If I said that too fast, I'll give it to you one more time. 866-987-7729. Selling it, he's moving. Goodness. And the reason why... He Looks like there's some favorite salad dressing in stores now for people who really love Chick-fil-A. It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. I I could take or leave their salad dressing. I mean, I'm not going to like go head over heels and run off to the store and get Chick-fil-A salad dressing, but it's good when I'm yeah. there. Oh, yeah. You know? The one I like is not even on the list of the ones that they're putting out. What's the one you like? The fat-free honey mustard. Why wouldn't that be out? I don't know. Maybe it's a- not a high demand. Because I order it every time I go through. <laughs> That's you. It's in high demand That's, for me. Liz likes the high demand <laughs> of her own. They go. They, they have the avocado lime ranch. Yes. I saw. And then garden herb ranch and creamy salad dressing and the zesty apple cider vinaigrette. I've never had that. That I does not sound good. I don't think I've had it. No. To me, I, I would get it because I try to eat as healthy as possible. I'm failing lately at it, but still. I, I don't think that... To me, I don't think that's the low calorie one. Oh, really? There's a zesty. Why Italian. do they make it sound healthy? I know because if it's used, you know, a lot of olive oil, maybe it's healthier than some of the others that are cream based. But I still think it has quite a few. I think there is a zesty Italian that only has like twenty what calories. Just crushed my world. I'm sorry. I don't know that personally, but it- I wonder what Beverly thought when she lost her purse. It's Robin Liz on his radio. Yeah, it was like uh, in the 50s, mm-hmm. the 1950s. She lost it at the school that she went to. Well, now that school's a community center, and they've been doing renovation, and they found Beverly's purse. Yeah, and it had so many things in it. It was I, like a time capsule. It kind of was. It yeah. had pictures, and it had notes, and it had pencils, and, of course, a little money, some change, yeah. some things like that. They didn't spend it. No, they didn't. They were and- thinking of going to 7-Eleven, getting a... F- Getting a Slurpee. Slurpee. Yeah, didn't work out for him. <laughs> no, but it's been at this school since the 1950s. Now, Beverly has passed on, but her daughter um, has been in contact with the people that found it. I, I, I can't even imagine what that was like. Hey, uh, we found your mom's pocketbook from the 1950s when she was in school. It turns out to be a big deal. There's one thing they're talking about. They thought one was a wallet, and it had a bunch of pictures and stuff, and it turns out to be her diary. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Now, a, a little time capsule. They said it's like the Facebook of back in the 50s because of all these pictures and notes and the things that she would write in the diary and they also have a press meeting about this purse well because it's now i guess sort of the historical society has gotten involved and are saying okay this is a piece of history and we want to preserve it and so hopefully here's what i'm hoping is that the daughter gets mama's diary well that'd be good i think that would be best yeah didn't work out huh There's this bakery in California. I don't know if you've seen this yet, but they they do bread sculptures. I think it's super cool. Sculptures out of bread, life size sculptures. Oh wow! Now, they don't take a loaf and just make a you know a little statue, but life size sculptures. So they have one because they're Star Wars fans. They have one that's that's Han Solo when he was frozen in carbonite in the Empire Strikes Back. I love that scene. That's my favorite Star Wars movie of all time. So this is pretty cool that they were able to do this. They've, they've, they've named it. They named it. What? It- 
Pan Solo. Oh my. P A N Pan Solo. Okay, that's cheesy. And so <laughs> cheesy it looks, bread. Yeah, it made it it's cheesy a cheesy bread, bread right? <laughs> They've got one. If I if I understand this correctly, they have one from Loki. Oh. So it's alligator Loki. Alligator Loki. Yeah. So it's. Uh, I think they call it alligator dough key. Okay, they should have said alligator loafy, but okay, whatever. And they, ha- I know, right? And then they have the Mandalorian characters. Um, Mandalorian. They have. <laughs> they have the Pandalorian. Oh, that makes sense. And baby Dota. That and the, one's and cute. the Pandroid. The Pandroid. Yeah. They have all these loaves of bread. Oh, my goodness. If I ever look for yeah. a side hustle, I think I want to work there. Walk through church doors. Right. He can meet you. If you could just buy one piece of clothing and it keeps you warm and it keeps you cool at the same time, that would be awesome. It's Robin Liz, his radio. Yeah. Um, there is such a thing, possibly, that you can get. It's, okay. Well, evidently, Liz knows. A little bit. This material. Okay. I'm going to. I'm going to read what they say about it. I don't understand this. Nanoscale threads containing in their core a phase-changing material. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. That can store and release large amounts of heat when the material changes phases from liquid to solid. How's that confusing? Because it sounds like the jacket is going to be in liquid form at some point. Oh, yeah. You pour on the jacket. <laughs> but that's, I'm like, that's not a very good advertisement for what this... Can possibly oh, that's do. their advertisement? I guess so. It, okay. It's in the description of the material. But the short of it all is one piece of clothing, it keeps you hot or it keeps you warm depending upon the season that's outside. Is it based off of your sweat? Probably it's based off your temperature, I would oh, think. Oh, my temperature yes. for everybody. That's great. I would hope, so. no, no, when you wear it, it's based off of your temperature as you wear it. Okay. You see what I'm saying? And then it yeah, changes. I see what she's saying. <laughs> And then you'll you see what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about. You know about what I'm talking here. about. It keeps Look, you hot. It keeps you cold. Listen to me. When your temperature goes down, it goes up. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. We're already starting to see fashions for summer of 2023. It's not even winter. Well, no, but they have to get them out like on the Paris runway and in New York and this so they can see. Well, they can see what the demand is going to be. You know, if the buyers want a certain look. Okay, so now we've got to make all of those. Not like they're making them all just in hopes, you know. So it's, yeah, it's way ahead of time. It's a thing, huh? Okay. So there is a handbag. That is on the runway right now from Balenciaga. Balenciaga is very like uber high end. Sounds like it. Yeah, pair of it's either jeans. that or a piece of bologna. <laughs> I know, right? A piece of cheese. Thank you, cheese. I like that Balenciaga. <laughs> Take a slice of that, please. Could I have the Balenciaga sandwich? Thanks. Well, you know what? Maybe they have chips for you. They have a handbag that is on the runway from Balenciaga that looks like a bag of Lay's potato chips. Okay, it's and literally a handbag to it, look like potato cheap potato chips too. Yeah, well, I mean Lay's, they're you know four or five dollars a bag. Well, I get, guess they're not that cheap. No, get party size. It's like six. So this is on the runway. This is on the runway. A high fashion runway high in fashion. Paris. A bag of chips. Yeah, Balenciaga pushes the envelope. Like they had a pair of, I think it was dirty, muddy. This jeans for fifteen hundred dollars. Doesn't or make something. sense. Who's going to walk around with that? Somebody's kid. Oh, somebody's going to do it. You know how much, okay, how much, how much would you think a high-end handbag would be, Rob Dempsey? Not as much as Oscar Mayer baloney. I don't know. You said Balenciaga, high-end. High-end. I'm going to go way out there, okay? Okay. okay. 20,000. 
oh gosh, no, 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 it's not that bad. It is eighteen hundred dollars for a for a pocketbook, a that handbag that looks like chips. That looks like a bag of Lay's potato chips. Oh come on! I'm gonna save. I'll I'll sell it to you for three hundred dollars. <laughs> What? This, Your own this, bag wait a minute. of chips? <laughs> It'll have a few crumbs in the bottom. Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. I don't know. Gene does something that maybe most people go, oh, okay, that's different. That's odd. And why would you even want to do this in your spare time? You can do anything else. Pick up a nice hobby. Why go to a funeral of people you don't know? Why would you do that? Jean does this. Hmm. Jean's been doing this since 2012, and she has been to 200 funerals, not just where she lives, but around the world. This is so weird to of me. people she doesn't know. Some people are like, why are you crashing funerals? Does she you go know? to like the the get together the family thing afterwards because she likes deviled eggs or something? Like, is she, trying to <laughs> she goes just for snacks, free meal. No, here's what I think, and I don't know this personally, but here's what I think: she just wants to go and honor people okay. and celebrate the lives that they lived. Well, if if you're going you to know? celebrate the life, even somebody you don't know, it's you know it's still respectful. and out of the two hundred, I wonder how many she's gone to that only a few people show up to. Which is heartbreaking. You know? When you see that. It is. You know? Because some people, you know, they may not have their family or maybe they've passed on already. and Or something happened well, yeah. along the way and they're just alone in life and then Ugh. nobody shows up except for a few people. And here's Jean. Okay, Jean, I have a different outlook on what you're doing now. She walks in there and then she's celebrating the life of somebody that she doesn't know because that life mattered to her. Wow. So she just may scan, you know, online who's passed away and then she decides what's which gets one on a plane and there to. she goes. Oh, she gets on a plane and goes across the world. That's right. She goes to uh, everywhere around the globe, 200 funerals all together she's been to just to celebrate somebody's life. Okay. Pretty cool. People she don't know. So she's not crashing, she's celebrating.